To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Good Reserve Bank governors like good Victorian children should be seen and not heard. In other words, they should not be drawing attention to themselves. They should quietly get about their business, not alarm the horses, and not draw undue attention to themselves. Ask yourself, apart from Don Brash, can you name any of the other Reserve Bank governors who've served New Zealand over the past 20-odd years? Adrian Orr has certainly made a name for himself. He would argue not of his own doing. Possibly. Uh, And opposition parties are alarmed at his reappointment for a further five years. Furthermore, they're concerned about many of the Reserve Bank board appointees that unanimously endorsed Orr's contract being extended for five years. But first, let's hear from Nicola Willis about the reappointment of Adrian Orr for a further five years. It's the equivalent of saying to someone, look, can you mark your own homework? And then when you're finished, could you get your favourite teacher to review whether you've done a good job? These are very serious issues. They deserve external independent appraisal. The mistake we think that's been made is that the government should conduct an independent review of the Reserve Bank's performance before endorsing the governor for another five years. We don't want to prejudge what that review would say, uh, but we think that it's an essential step before making the reappointment. Otherwise, it's just too cosy a process. Uh, and, and it's a process that doesn't have the accountability we would expect for such a significant appointment. That's National's finance spokesperson Nicola Willis on the in-house review by their Reserve Bank to appoint Adrian Orr and why it wasn't appropriate. Former Reserve Bank economist Michael Riddell told the Mike Hosking Breakfast this morning he wouldn't have given him the job. He's just fundamentally unfit for the job. Um, you know, his personality, his style, um, uh, the way his focus has been distracted on, all sorts of other things. And then, of course, there's the inflation numbers. I mean, this is a new board that was appointed by Grant Robertson um, just three months ago. Um, hardly any of them have any subject expertise in sort of monetary policy or financial stability. So I presume they more or less got the message um, from Grant Robertson that he was willing and, uh, and keen to uh, reappoint um, Adrian and went along. And former Reserve Bank senior staffer Jeff Mortlock told Heather Duplessy Allen last night he's appalled about the new term. Or failed very badly in the first term, and Robertson should have either found someone else or appointed Adrian Orr for, say, 12 months to get us through the election. It's pretty damning, isn't it? And you've also had in the past many experienced people who've been critical of the Reserve Bank's performance. Really, that's Adrian Orr's performance. Former Governors Graham Wheeler, Don Brash and Grant Spencer have criticised the bank, former Chair Arthur Grimes and former Chief Economist John McDermott, mainly because of the extent of the monetary policy easing. Some would argue Sam Stubbs' um, Simplicity KiwiSaver Fund Chief Executive put forward a a column in defence of Adrian Orr and says, well, can anyone name a central bank anywhere in the world that made all the right decisions during covid and who now has inflation under control. He would say, or he didn't need say, Sam Stubbs, that looking at how well our economy actually performed during the COVID crisis, it's a tough judgment to say the Reserve Bank mishandled it. So 
you could also point to just about every single Western democracy and say they're they're reaping what they've sown. They're facing the consequences of the decisions made by their central banks during a crisis that nobody had seen before. Where uh, Graham Wheeler, Don Brash, Grant Spencer, Arthur Grimes and John McDermott have made their criticism as not monetary policy easing, but the extent of it. And also they feel that um, Adrian Orr has been distracted by other issues during this time. I don't know. There are people who defend him. There are people who say, name another economy that went gangbusters and did really well and did everything right. Then you have these incredibly experienced people who say he got it wrong. I don't know. I don't, I don't know who got it right, who got it wrong which is why I wouldn't go on the board of the Reserve Bank, unlike other people who don't know but agreed to be appointed to the position. When you do look at the the board that was appointed, that should give you cause for concern. I'll touch on that a little later. All I know is what I'm experiencing and what I'm seeing. All I know is what commentators are saying, and that's that we're in for a world of pain, that because... Everything was overcooked. We're now going to suffer as a result of decisions made by a man who's just been appointed for another five years. How does that work? I mean, most of us, most of us don't even think about reserve bank policy decisions because they don't affect us. Isn't, isn't that the way it should be? This shouldn't even be a topic for talkback in an ideal world. And yet here we are. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.